What it is, what it do, you tune in to the Jose Morales Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Morales. We're back in the ring, this time with a special guest, my man, ATM. Yep. So in this episode, we're going to get to familiar with ATM's story. ATM's going to talk about, you know, his life, uh, his, how he got into literally from the other side of the world to Sacramento, his yep. culture. We dive into his culture. And then at the end, he decides to flip the script and start asking me some questions. So it's going to be a good one. Stay tuned. Here it is. ATM, ATM. So his name is really not (laughs) ATM. His name is Joel. But I think you go by JoJo. Yes. So what what exactly, what do you go by? You introduce yourself. You go by JoJo or Joel? So, which is funny because it depends on who who I'm talking to. So Mm -hmm. some folks, you know, Mm -hmm. I just go with Joel. Some folks go with Joel. And growing up, uh, my older sister, she couldn't, because we're only a year apart, so she couldn't say Joel or she couldn't say Joel. So she used to say Joe and then Joe. Ah, Jojo. Joe and then Joe. So they just linked it and called it Jojo. So growing up, most of the people were calling me just Jojo, Jojo. And the funny part is like, it's almost everywhere I go, I have different names. <laughs> um, if I'm like in DC, most of the people call me Juif Noir. Or back home, they also call me Juif Noir or Jojo or Joe. Like if you go and say to my mom and say, I'm looking for Joel, she may actually look at you like, even though she gave me that name, but she'll look at you like, who are you looking for? Yeah, that's a funny one. Do you want to call you in DC, Juif Noir? Uh, yeah, Juif Noir. Juif Noir. Yeah. Is, is that a nickname for something? I mean, does that no, mean no, something? No, 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 no. So Juif Noir, it's... Uh, it's, it's just like an ext- well, so translating it from uh, French to English, it's like black Jew. They're just calling me black mm. Jew because I was stupid enough growing up spending a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll say like, oh, the Jew are the one who had the money and stuff like that. So that's how I was linked to it. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah. He is definitely uh, stupid enough to bet a lot of money. I know. Uh, the guy here, that's how he got his nickname here. See? So <laughs> they match up. Yes. They, they match up. Yep, so yep. here, we call him ATM. Yep. At the gym, that's his nickname. And the way he got the nickname ATM is one day you made a bet with, I think, three people. How many people? Yeah, I think it was either three or four. Yeah, yeah. three, four people. He made a bet, lost the bet. Yeah. And he came to the gym one day, yeah. giving everybody money. <laughs> he was yeah. like this. You have to pay your dues, you know, you have to pay it. <laughs> he was like an ATM. I was like, this guy. So ever since then, he said yeah. his, his ATM is deposit only now. Deposit only. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. And we actually just made a bet right before this. Yep. Uh, he said that the U.S. will not make it out of the group stage. They will not. And I said they will make it out of the group stage at the World Cup. So we bet $1,000, mm-hmm. uh, 25 burpees, mm-hmm. 25 body shots, mm-hmm. and a three-minute plank. And dinner. And dinner. Okay. We bet five things on it. The men's USA national. At the yeah, World the Cup coming yes, up. The yes, men's, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because the girls, you already know. Oh, the no, girls the girls, they actually, yeah, they'll the make girls, it all they'll, win. They'll win. Yes. They'll take it all. So, make, yeah. Yep. So now this episode, I'm excited to have you on for a lot of reasons. Me One, too. obviously, you have... The personality, you talk very well, you carry yourself very well. <laughs> You've been here for a long time. Yes. I got to know you very well. Yeah. I care for you a lot. The people here like you. You're very special to the gym, um, but you have a great story. I appreciate that. Great story. And yeah. I think a lot of people are going to benefit from your story. And that is what I'm hoping to bring here is give you a, a, a place where you can share the story to reach a lot of people that can nice. re- re- resonate with you. Nice, nice, so nice. So let's get to it, man. Um, 
first, let's start off with who you are, where were you born, your story, your family. You got, you got yeah. sisters, yes. brothers. Tell us about that. Give me, your, give me the 411 on, oh. on the ATM. So we're a family of six. Uh, the, uh, me, I'm uh, the oldest. Uh, no, I'm the oldest boy. Oh. I have uh, the last one of us is also, it's, a, it's a boy. Turned up to be a man now because he just turned 21. Um, I helped him because he was back home and when he completed his high school, he was asking me, what do you, uh, I was talking to him, what do you want to do there next? He said, I want to come and study in the U.S. And he just came to the U.S. He's currently in Utah, so I'll see him next month. He comes from time to time here just to visit. We spend like a few days and then you go back. Um, we're family of six, born in, in Belgium, but I didn't spend so much time there. Then I moved to Africa. From there, um, uh, my parents are originally from the Democratic Republic of Congo. We deal with wars, but um, it, it was a great opportunity for him. So uh, we moved back home. Uh, from there, pretty much. You moved back to? To Congo, from to Belgium Congo. to Congo, uh -huh. yeah. But, so uh, there was wars where? In, uh, no, there's, there, there is war uh, in Congo. It's mostly in the eastern part of Congo. So if you look at, um, compared the uh, Congo as like the, the US, I would say the part of like New York, Connecticut, you know, most of that part has always been a wars so against the east, the east the side, east side uh, against our neighbors, um, which is funny because like you see, we have um, uh, electronics, computers, technology. Most of those are fueled by minerals and those minerals usually come from there. Mm. You have like uh, people doing uh, child labors, which is funny to me when people hear like the apples and the Teslas, they're trying to show as if like, oh, we, for the environment, we're doing this, but the mineral material that you actually use to produce what you have, it comes from those places. Some people also extended it to like the blood diamond because yes, we also have diamond. It's, it's a, Great place, but we just have so many issues, a lot of interest from multiple people, multiple corporations, multiple countries, and, and that. So just not to go too, too far into like the sad part. Um, I've been blessed with uh, my parents. It's my, I have a sister. Now she lives in, uh, in DC. Um, we have with her, um, I have three kids. She has three kids. So two, two, two nephews, one niece, which my niece, she's my favorite. Even Delia knows that. She knows if, if you want to get something from him, just send her. That's it. <laughs> that's like, your weak spot? Oh, that's my weak spot. She, <laughs> she, like, she, she's the best. Um, How I was, old is she? She's six now. Six. Yeah. When she was born, um, she came early, so she was premature. And even, it was funny because, um, not really funny, but it was a little bit sad because we all thought that we were going to lose her, right? So she was in NICU for three months. She was so tiny. But if you see her right now, you will not believe. She's this tall, right? She's this tall, she can talk you into sleep because she has, she's so vibrant, she has so much energy. Um, yeah, she's my favorite, That's and everybody cool. knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So you, I want to I wanna actually talk about the, the Congo situation and then um, going to Belgium. Okay. Because a lot of people don't know that 
a, a lot of people from Congo go yes. to Belgium. Yes. Because um, how long did you live in Belgium? So you were born in Belgium. Yes, born in Belgium. Uh, it was just outside of uh, Brussels. So mm -hmm. from there, I stay about two years, I would say. But we never really stay in one particular location. My you parents were, were always traveling. So mm -hmm. we'll be either in France or we'll be here and then we'll make our way back here so, uh, 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 in Congo. It's just when I graduated from high school, that's when I made the permanent move to come to the US, mm. right? And since then, I haven't really made much traveling to go outside of the country, outside of Canada and oh, stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. So once you graduated high school, yes, which was in Congo? Yes, I graduated high school in Congo because for my parents, they figure, you know, sometimes um, studying abroad is great, but the culture, aspect, right? It was something that my parents wanted really to put it on us. And it's easier if you do it when you're back home. Mm -hmm. After 18, yes, you can go and start your life and expand and do it. But you remember because those, they sit with you forever. And that mm -hmm. was really the idea. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So you get done and what made you come to, because you said Washington DC, right? So now when I first, when I first landed in the US, I landed in New York. And then I made my way to the Midwest. That's where I started school. So why uh, my sister, she was here before me and she was in the Midwest. And then she decided she doesn't like the Midwest that much anymore, but she, she elected to go to Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. So I was like, okay, if you go there, I'll go to the Midwest. And I went there for college. I was there for- Where, where are you going to school, what college? Uh, it's called Waldorf University mm. now. So I went there for business marketing, but when I was done, I was getting close to be done, I started looking into prospect after college. What else can you do? The idea of going into marketing for me only resonate as sell, right? You have to sell a product, you have to sell something. I wasn't really comfortable selling a product, especially if it's something that I'm not really sold on it. Uh, I know one of my, my first jobs was like working for this company. I think even if you go uh, like a, oh, at, at the malls, there's this thing called a Katko. They, they have like knives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they keep saying that the knives are um, that the best quality, but this is kind of like expensive. And you're like, wow, really? And how do you, it's all based on commission, referrals. That idea didn't really resonate to me. That's why I just pivoted into um, uh, IT work. So and then I started as a business analyst and then I started expanding myself into a system analyst now. So you started with, with business. Yes. You didn't like it because of what they were doing. Yes. And then that's when you went into IT. That's when I went into IT. How deep in business were you? Were you five years in, three years in, two years in? No, even, in? like I was month in, I was month oh, in. Oh, very new. Yeah, I was really new, I was really new. Started looking into the idea of selling something, yeah. right? The idea, but because even in IT, it's, I look at IT just like military, right? Or the military or army here, they, they have different branches, right? But for me, if I say army, encapsulate all of that. So military, you have lawyers, you have doctors, you have, you know, accounting, you have, you have all those branches. It's the same in IT as well. So you can even bring your business background into IT. 
It's just that your, your deliverable will be something different compared to what I was doing before, which was like pretty much just sell. Hey, I have to find a prospect. I have to say, this is the knife. I have to demonstrate about the knife. And sometimes, you know, you call someone and they just hang up on you when you start introducing yeah. yourself. And those things, I mean, you fresh, you know, it's fairly new. That can be discouraging. Yeah. If I had somebody that would be like, you know what, it's the beginning, just continue. It's going to play out. So this is stuff you had to do at school? No, when I got out of school. Oh, you got out yeah, of so school. Yeah, bef so before, before getting out of school, they, they, they have programs where uh, it's a little, just look at it like an internship, mm -hmm. right? Before you get out of school, you start looking. Yeah. So when you're done, what are you going to do? Yep. You pick up an internship and you started working into, like that's the field, and that was the idea. So I started going that way and that route, and I was like, oh man, this is difficult for me. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. So what did you like about IT? What about it did you like? Is it just something that just seemed easier or did you like something about it? Uh, about IT, what I really liked about IT was the fact that, you know, pretty much it's a transition where almost everything started going into the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And we navigate sites, we go through, uh, you know, uh, you're looking at it from a user experience. What I wanted to understand was, what do they do behind the scene to produce what I see on my screen? Yeah. Right? What is just on the web page? Okay. There are different interactions that has to happen behind the scene to produce what you see. Whether it's just like, oh, they send you emails, they send you reminder, they send you this. There's a whole logic behind that. That's what really was appealing to me. And when I started looking into it, understanding, I, I, I was sold to that idea because it makes so much sense. You know, and that it, um, if I can pivot it with that, looking even in life right now, when you admire something, as a coach, you can watch uh, some of the other fighters, right? Oh, you see, oh, that combination, this thing, you, on, you see that as the end result, mm -hmm. but you also look at, yeah, there was this amount of work he had to put in to see yeah. that, to get yeah. to that, to that result. That's exactly how it is for me now too. When I look at the web page, I see what's how, what, the amount of what they had to put behind to produce that web page. Yeah. Um, um, so are you responsible for, for making websites or what do you do? What's your responsibility so with me, what you do now? What I, what I do, currently what I do right now, we're setting up, it's for this insurance company, we're setting up uh, the complaints, payments, and uh, provi uh, provider enrollment site. Mm. So when you see uh, the billing, for example, information, you go to the hospital, uh, they do this and then they, you know, there's a billing process. What they have to do behind the scene and what they have to present to uh, the insurance company for the insurance company to pay. You only worry about your co-pay, for example. So $25, $35, right? But the um, EOB, we call it EOB, Explanation of Benefit. So you see everything else that's part of it. Oh, no. As in your work, what else, what else was done? The provider, 
here is the, the hospital, they'll send a billing to the insurance. Mm. They have code that they have to abide by because it's regulated by the state, the yeah. federal government, and there's a lot of fraud, so we work on those things, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So where in the Midwest were you when you were there, when you were working in IT? Oh. What city? In IT? No. no. What city? Oh, Who were you when in I went to sc for school? Or? Yeah, for school. Oh, so it's in Iowa. It's oh. called Forest City, Iowa. Oh, okay. But I also pivoted to um, uh, St. Paul. Okay. Yeah. St. Paul, Minnesota. Up, Minnesota. How'd you end up over here? Because <laughs> that's, that's quite a ways. It, yes. It, it wasn't a wrong turn that got no. you here. No, 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 no. So when I, f so it was school. Then I went, I spent some time with my sister. By that time, she was already in, in Washington, D.C. So I was in D.C. Then I got some, I, I had a project that took me all the way to um, Tacoma area in Washington, Washington State. Then I went, I moved back. When I moved back, I had this gig. Then here in, uh, at the time it was in Folsom. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there was this, it was an account for, Euler Parker HP. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Folsom. And then from there, they moved to this corner here in Roseville. Yeah. Right? So, and that's how I actually decided, yeah, I'll, I'll just stay in the Roseville area. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that's how you ended up. Man, here. it's a long route, though. So, yeah. I, I summarized yeah. it, but it, it was like, <laughs> it's a long process. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell <laughs> us about that process. What, what was what made it hard or long, or what was it? Uh... You know, going... Did you ever get, like, homesick? No, no, no. No? no? Never, never, never. Because um, thanks to technology, you know, families are close. You can FaceTime, call, you know. It's always... I, I, I don't really have that. And I get to travel from time to time, too. Or I'll go to D.C. to see my sister. Or they'll come with the kids here, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we, we get the chance to do that. I'll have some of my friends. And also, like, you know, how are you going to be homesick when you have somebody like Delia with you, you know? Yeah. yeah she likes <laughs> you, to party. You won't, you won't be... No, she doesn't party. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she doesn't party. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it makes, it makes life much easier. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. You guys met at work, you said, right? Yes. At work. Yeah. How is that? Because um, you're, I can tell you're big in your culture. You okay. still have a lot of your traditions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How is it being with someone that is not of your culture? Is that hard? Is that difficult? What is that like? Well, you know, at the end of the day, what you have to do is be with people that add value into your life, right? Mm -hmm. That's, regardless, that's right yeah, regardless of where they come from, you have to be with people who add value into your life. I like that. If that person adds value, you know, that's I'll be different. Matters. Yeah. But we, we learn stuff from each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not back home. If I was back home, you know, then you can just surround yourself with uh, like-minded people. Yeah. We made the, um, this journey to come all the way here. Of course, like you at the gym here, you run into people that are from all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. Or you learn a little bit about them. By learning, you can pick something that might actually benefit you. If something else doesn't, then you can put it to the side. And with her, yes, um, I learned from her, from her culture. She's learning from mine as well. Like mm -hmm. why even like when we went uh, recently, it was for the wedding, she was happy, she, like, 
oh, this is different. But over, for us, we do it like this. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful it's, wedding. It's by different. The way. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, my boy, my boy went big on that one. No, the wedding was nice. Man, he went big on that one. I was looking one. at your story. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah, you went... should share the story. You told me what it was already, but yeah. I, I think it was it was interesting. Uh, when I was looking at his at his story when he was at this wedding, yeah. there was money all over the ground. Uh -huh. I'm like, ATM over there making it rain over there too? <laughs> Freaking ATM. <laughs> there was money all over the floor. Yeah. I, and, I, and I was like, what the hell? I need to ask him about that. Yeah. So explain what the money on the floor is. So the meaning behind, behind the money is, uh, you know, it's, yes, people. What is it called? It's got to have a name. Oh. What do they call that? We, we call it farotage. Mm. Farotage, it's just like, you know, um, I'm just throwing money. Mm. On their side, there's another term that they can, they can use for it. They call it like uh, doro, right? Mm. Or there's a, even a song like dorobuchi. So it's just like to show I can throw money. Or here, um, uh, man, what's his name? Make it rain? Yeah, no, make it rain. There was this <laughs> other one from uh, Rick Ross too. Uh, Blow money fast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. So it's not much. It's not not much different. So the the story behind it is this, right? It's too cultural. My boy's from Congo. I'm a, I'm a, my cousin, and she's from Nigeria. When they when they have a wedding, they go big, right? But they say, hey, listen. I can just go there by myself, you know? You guys really need to step it up too. We say, okay, that's fine. The idea is to show on that side that she'll be well taken care of on this side. Mm. And her, she didn't just show also, they also wanted to show that, yes, we can also help and provide. So that's the idea behind it. Like, um, if he's there, he's dancing with her, we come and throw money at them. Mm -hmm. On their side, they can feel like, oh, you guys want to show that you guys have more money than us? They uh, will wait to have the, the, the floor swept, and they'll come up too, and they'll throw money. So it kept going back and forth like that. There's no animosity, just in good spirit, just to show like, oh, you know what? Yeah. We ain't broke. Pretty much. Broke. <laughs> so after every song, there's money out there. They sweep up. They sweep it up. They move it. They move it Who to the side. Who takes the money? Also, they'll give it to them. To the because to the yeah, groom and yeah, right. okay. yeah because you know they and spend then, money. And then the other money is from the other family making it rain. Yes. How long does this money thing last? Is uh, it two songs, three songs? Is no, 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 no. It's more than that. So they can go like two, three songs, right? And then they'll say, okay, let's have a speech or something like that. They clear the floor, they sweep it, they put it to the side, then more, there'll be more people. So it can go like that. Like uh, the wedding, we started there, I think it was maybe like a six. So uh, ceremony was like four something. The reception started maybe 6.37, and it was like that until maybe like 11. Yeah. And so, and it's, they, they tell you that it will be like this. So you also have to pace yourself, you know, yeah. you can't just, <laughs> you can't just yeah, you have to pace yourself. And the good thing is, so when they sweep, not everyone only has singles, right? Yeah. So it may be the same 
money that keep coming back, but the larger bills are, are what changed. they keep. Yeah, right? yeah that makes so, sense. Yeah, so then they keep the large bills. And give them change. And then they give you change, they just keep on giving you change, you keep coming back and forth like that. And at the end, sometimes people can collect like 15, 18, $20,000, just like that. There goes your wedding paid for right there. <laughs> no, probably not because the weddings are expensive. Oh, yeah. So no. what other culture? I, I love that. That was pretty cool. A Mexican culture, they have something similar, but we ain't spending no 20 Gs. <laughs> we, we do a, a dance, oh, okay. and then you put a, a, a bill on the... So I would... The male yeah. dances with the female, yeah. and the female dances with the male. Yeah. So my wife and I will go to the to the couple, yeah. Yeah. And, and then we'll put uh, however much money yeah. we want—a dollar, twenty dollars, yeah. hundred dollars. Yeah. We put it on their dress, yeah. and then we dance for them for a little bit, yeah. and then we go on about a day. Oh, really? That's it. Mm. Only once. No, for 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 us, especially if let's say, like, um, because the old moment, for example, um, she surprised them. She surprised them. She said, come sit on the floor. Um, and she had a performance for him. So performance like that, a boy can't move because he's sitting, they're performing on him, right? It's just a good, it's no, nothing sexual, you know, just to show that I can eat, I can cook, I can also dance. That means like I can help you in your fun time. I can take care of the family because I can clean, I can cook, and also, you know, you show all of those aspects, it, it means then, okay, he's, he will look at us like, bro, I can't put money out. You guys are there. Okay, she's, she's performing, we have to come up, and then we throw money, and then it's whole part of the ambience. Yeah. yeah it's like that. That's cool. It's so fun. It's yeah. so fun. And it looked like fun. I need to go to an African wedding. So when you get married, you better get an invitation. Of course. Yeah, I need to go. I'll of come, course. I'll come make it ring with the $1,000 you're about to pay up. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> ATM. ATM. Yeah, it's so like that. Now, I, I got to share this story. So ATM is probably one of, there's a lot of people here that are awesome. But one thing, man, one thing, <laughs> for real, uh-huh. this is a very special story. And I have to share this because the person that told me this about you, uh, I already knew this about you. But oh, okay. when this person told me this about you, I was like, man, that, that says a lot. And um, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was like, ATM, he already knows what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Jesus was like, ATM is solid, man. He's a solid one. So this is what happened. Look at it, he's packing up. <laughs> All right. It was my birthday. Mm-hmm. We went out. Mm-hmm. We were in downtown. Yeah. You guys left a little early, I think. No. Uh, yeah, you oh, guys, yeah. You guys left a little early. Yeah. Not too much yeah, early. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. 15 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes early. Yeah. And you guys went to go eat. Yeah. And I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I get a call that these guys are fighting over <laughs> some cheeseburgers, I think. What, what you got? Somebody ate your french fries? What happened? No. <laughs> so what happened? Tell us that story. Uh, so we were, um, we, we were one spot, and then we went to a second spot, and then it was like, okay, the nine is, uh, you know, it's about time to, to wrap it up. But because we drove with Jesus, like, oh, let's go grab some food before we head home. He suggested this place. I was like, okay, fine, let's go. We went there to get some cheeseburger. There was this dude, there was a dude, he was just like uh, going back and forth with the staff. 
And I guess I didn't pay much attention to it. I was just walking. We went to sit somewhere else. The table right before us, right? There were like two women. One of them said something and he heard that. So he thought Jesus is the one who did it. Mm. So she came out to shoot, uh, chew and she's like, oh, what did you say? What did you say? And I was, I was the first and he was sitting like here and Delia was in front of me. I just put my hand like, come on now, to move. Somehow he lunged at Jesus. Oh man, Chew was pissed. He got up on him, trying to, and I was, I mean, to be honest, we could have destroyed him, you know? And Chu was so pissed and was hitting him. At some point I saw, like he was going like his head, to put his head, to smash him. And I just had to push him off, to, because I was like, listen, you may be right in your anger, but if you then, Kill this guy or something. Yeah, then it's on us. You know yeah. what I mean? I just pushed him off and I was like, he, he tried to, I'm like, no, 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 don't, 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 don't do it. The guy was trying to fight me because we were uh, um, wrestling and I was on top of him. I'm like, dude, I already got you. Just don't move. And then the cops came. They pulled us to the side. They told the cops, it's like, it's not him. It's him. The cops were like, do you want to press charges? I'm like, dude, why would I waste my time? Mm. He's just drunk. He did something stupid. You know, he'll feel it tomorrow because he got some blows. So <laughs> um, to put him in jail, what is that going to add? Yeah. And then that was over. I was, yeah. but the very next day, I s you know, sometimes when, if it's there, you're thinking about doing something, you can actually go and do it. Yeah. If it comes up. Excuse me, if it comes out of the blue and then you sit back and you reflect on it, you're like, man, I could have lended some blows to this guy. I could have broke his rib. I had his arm and I was twisting it. At some point I felt like, oh, I can dislocate like, you know, his shoulder or something. And I let him go. I'm like, man, I should have done something. Delia was the instigator. She's like, yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get. You're talking shit. That's what you get. I'm Delia, like, you know? she was, she was hyping us. Delia, up. hey, Delia. <laughs> Delia, what's wrong with you, Delia? I didn't have a conversation with you. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. But, no. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, had just to check on him. I guess that day, the EDT probably had like a key. So when he launched at Chewy, uh, he got him. Yeah, he got him. And that's why I think he was also pissed. Yeah. And he was like, man, you should have let me. I'm like, come on, man. We already had, we got the best out of him. You yeah. Know? yeah he go. told me, he's like, hey, ATM didn't hesitate. He jumped right in yeah. and helped me right away. Yeah. So he, he was like, like mm. he was like, yeah. he really appreciated you. So oh, yeah. I, I, that, I, it was nothing new that I did not know about you. I knew you, <laughs> I knew you, you seemed like a guy to be there for somebody regardless oh, yeah. of the situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. We, we appreciate you for that. Thank you, thank um, you. I want to ask you something. What is, because you've been here at the gym now, how long? We were just talking about it. Six years? Uh, I was you left 2016, you stopped yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, and then came I came back. Came back 2018? Yeah. And then, uh, what about the gym do you like so much that you've been here for a little while? I mean, it's been a while. What do you like about it? Man, I told you that once, and I think it's true. It resonates to me. Like, I see growth, right? And being a little bit on the outside, I've seen it. I've seen how Alex was a kid. 
mm -hmm. right? And now Alex is coaching, right? Yeah. I remember Alex was so quiet and timid. He couldn't really, like, let it out. At the time, you know, it was just you, David, uh, Nacho. So, and then you see now how almost all of those... Uh, Men, right? If, mm -hmm. Let me just say it that way. All, all these young men, how they're actually taking the lead. So that's, that's one of the things that I like a lot about the gym. Yeah. The second thing that I like about the gym is how nobody's judging anyone. You know, I can come back and I'm like, fat as fuck. But nobody will say anything, you know, it's like, come on, it's you, man. I know you can do this. It's like, but it's not like they're clowning you for something like that. It's yeah. more so, you got this. You, you, they yeah. encourage you. Or sometimes, you know, you really, you're getting that close to give up, right? And the person next to you is like, come on, no, don't give up. If you yeah. give up, I'll give up too. Yeah. So it's like, oh man, you give, like, you know, it gets you a little bit of fuel. You feel off each other. And um, yeah, that's, that's uh, I, I like that. I like yeah. that about the gym. And also you see, you see how it's growing, right? Mm. All of this stuff, it's, it's just wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. You've made some very good, very good, interesting topics, the things that you pointed out. You know, like the fact that you noticed Alex changing and Antonio, all these guys. Oh, yeah. That's the main focus is oh, helping yeah. you guys and oh, yeah. seeing people change. But that is cool. You're seeing them grow from a boy to a man. Even um, Amelia, you oh, know, yeah. when she's first started, you know, it was, but now she's really like a killer. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, okay. Well, well, I see now. <laughs> I've been here for a minute now. <laughs> but that's why, like, uh, sometimes we just, me and Kyle, we sit back and we're like, man, you know what? Let's just, still engaged or in shape, but these things, it's not for us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> ATM said, if I get hit, we fighting for real. No, we're fighting. <laughs> no, if, we're I'll, fighting. I'll forget that. Yeah, you like, hold up. And even that day too, when, uh, when it happened with Jesus, that guy didn't really hit me. Mm. So that's why I think it didn't. And even the very next day, I was like, man, I should have really like, but. But if you hit me, then it's something. It's different. I, I guess at that point, we can just say, yes, now you we're fighting. Angry. Now yeah. we're fighting. Yep. What are, we, right before this, we also talked about, um, you're like, man, a lot of people are venturing into businesses and doing their yeah. own thing. What yeah. is something you would probably want to do if you did something on your own? Is there anything that draws your interest? Like, ah, I kind of like that. Or is there anything out there? Yeah. So as far as business, Business venture for me, uh, just buying properties will be the first thing. Yeah. The second thing is import export, right? Uh, just getting goods, shipping them to a different continent, a different place, having a shop there, you know, distribution, moving in that zone. It's something that I'm looking at. I give myself another few years because I want to understand. Every what are the challenges, planning. right? And it's also true, you can pre-plan something for five years and may not even know anything about it until you start it. Yeah. And three months down the road now, you're like, okay, I made a mistake here because I should have wrote, I should have had this paperwork and said I messed up and I had this, right? So yeah. now you have the challenges here and there. So that's something that I want to do, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good. Yeah. I, I sounds like something I could see you doing. Oh investing. yeah. Investing. Yeah, I could see that buying some properties. Yeah. And, 
and moving stuff to oh, to Belgium and oh, sh- yeah. shipping it back over here. Oh yeah, going to Congo. You go maybe buy France. You get like really good chocolates over yeah. there. You come and there's people. I I think I saw uh, it was at a, I think my son's school. I can't remember if it was at my son's school that um, a you can they were getting like let's say water bottles or ketchup or mm-hmm. anything any mm-hmm. product. It didn't yeah. have to be yeah. food. Yeah. And they were selling it on eBay. Mm-hmm. So they were buying it wholesale, yep. selling it uh, retail, and yep. making money, yep. killing it. That's the thing, though. Sometimes, you know, I had this bad concept of business. And uh, only when I went to school, it expanded a little bit. Because for us, when we think about business, I, I look at the full picture, mm-hmm. right? You manufacture the product. You sell the product. Whereas you can go into something where you're just the middleman. You know where to get it, and you know who to give it to. Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't even have to make the product. You just have to be somewhere when you're able to pass the product from the manufacturer to the consumer. Yeah. You, you do that. If you secure that, that's it. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good little hustle right there. Yeah, but it's not, it, it sounds easy. <laughs> but you gotta find. You I mean, have to find yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta find you it. But, but once you, I think, when I think you find that niche, I think what makes it could. easier. Yeah. Uh, why? Why I think it's easier is because you don't have to sell the product no more. Yeah. Like versus versus if you're the business starting a new business. Yeah. Now you got to get the consumer familiar with your product because they don't know what it is. Yeah. But if you buy Pepsi, mm-hmm. everybody knows Pepsi. Oh yeah. So you're not you're not selling something that people don't know. They already know what it is. Yeah. I know what I'm. I need some Pepsi. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. That's why I think it's easier, but it's still not easy. Yeah. But it's easier, it's easier in the way with the the sale. You don't gotta sell it no more. People already know the product. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So now I want to get into some random things. Tell me something not many people know about ATM. Tell me something about ATM not that many people know about. Not many people like here? Anywhere. Oh, it's kinda hard because pick something. There are Things that this person may not know, but this person will tell me, know. Tell me one. I cook a lot. You cook a lot? Yeah, I cook a lot. Really? Yeah. What kind of food? Man, I cook a lot. <laughs> what kind of food? Uh, seafood, like commonly uh, food. Are you good at cooking? Oh, yeah. Oh, What's no. your favorite? Do you go out to eat? Oh, we eat out a lot, too. Yeah, so you cook a lot. Yeah. And you go out to eat a lot. What so do you, you think I'm so... You like to eat. What do you think I, I gain all this, This huh? is my type of guy. <laughs> this, this is a guy I like. This is a guy I need to hang out with. He likes to, he likes to eat and he likes to gamble. my kind of people. So, uh, yeah. No, it's that. Hey, something that people don't know about me? I don't know. That's it? I hate bad drivers. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean by bad drivers? Well, I mean, California, California has some of the worst drivers, man. Yeah, but... So some people, fast people that have a no, car, if someone drives by you fast, he's reckless. Mm-hmm. But if he's driving slow, he's an idiot. So oh, okay. So so what is you, a bad like, driver like for you? Like you, for example, I've seen you. I was coming at you the gym. Me? I saw you. <laughs> I was driving maybe 80, 90. But the way you passed me, I was like, you probably in 100 or 110. Yeah, I was going to 65. You, yeah. you see? So I was like, okay. No, but for me, what I consider it's not bad. He said not bad. So is that a bad driver? No. Oh, okay, good. No, right. no, no, no. I respect that. Me, <laughs> as long as you know how to go f- uh, to move from point A. To- for me, what I consider bad drivers are this, for example. 
we, uh, this is the intersection, right? Both of us know that most of us are going to the left. Yeah. There are two lanes. Why is everyone on the farthest lane instead of splitting and then move the line along? Otherwise, because at some point it's going to clog, people coming from the back, they won't drive. <clears throat> and what, the reason I say that, so look at um, Galleria and, uh, damn, what's the other one? Just by the mall. Yeah. There's that big intersection right there. Mm -hmm. it, really frustrates me. <clears throat> I know what you mean. Or sometimes... It's just awareness of, of where yeah, you should be. Yeah, just where you should be. Or Costco drivers. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Those are the worst. Like getting gas at Costco oh. and driving. Just driving through the parking lot at like oh. 5 p.m. is the oh worst. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, go. Or like, <laughs> you're just sitting there. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, That's a good one. I think I a lot of people... Stand, I think a lot of people could relate to that. I can't stand by There's drivers. some... There's, there's some bad, bad mm -hmm. <clears throat> drivers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So if you're going to go out to eat or hang out something or you're going to do something on Friday night, Saturday night, where are you going to go? What's your spot? What's, what's ATM I don't spot? Have, I don't have one particular spot. Give me one. One of your favorites. Um, Friday? Friday nights, right? Mm -hmm. If we feel like gambling, then... High stake. High stake? And yeah. then gamble and after. And then you gamble after. So when you gamble, what do you like to play? I just play roulette. Oh. Yeah. I don't I don't lose that much. Yeah. I don't like slots. You don't like slots? No. I like cards better. You like cards? Yeah. But. Each one? Yeah. Yeah, they all. Thunder Valley, personally, I've never really won at Thunder Valley. I always lose at Thunder. Yeah. Thunder Valley. I can relate. I hate Thunder. I can relate. Yeah. Or I think. Right. Because we just like to stay home unless yeah. like so oh, somebody you like yeah. watching TV yeah. and stuff like that. Somebody's hosting or we hosting yeah. stuff like that. That's on Friday. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, I, me, I prefer to really go out of place. Like mm -hmm. you know, you go to San Francisco, you go to San Diego, you know, for the weekend, or travel. Yeah, go to Chicago, or go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah, I prefer that. What is um, what is so you've been to a lot of places? Obviously, I mean, you went yeah. Europe, Africa, East Coast, West yeah, Coast. Yeah. What's one of the most special places you like that are nice, that you really enjoyed? What's what's a city that you would tell or recommend people to go to? In the U.S., I would say. Anywhere. Oh, anywhere? Oh, yeah. Say one in the U.S. Where's in the U.S.? Oh, San Diego. You like San Diego? I like San Diego. A lot. Like, I can go to San Diego every day. Oh, really? Yeah, every day. Yeah. I love San Diego. What do you like? The weather, the beach, the food? It's, is... the, uh, it's the food. The food? Um, I love the food. Um, I love also the vibe, you know, mm -hmm. when you're like um, Guy Slam or Little Italy, you know? Yeah. I love those too. But I started to really enjoy Chicago now as well. That's where I want to go. It's I'm actually going to go next year. Yeah, it's windy. It's windy, but Chicago, oh, man. The food in Chicago... You can't get it wrong. That's good? No, you cannot get anything wrong in Chicago. The food in Chicago? Oh, fire? Yeah. Oh, yeah, fire. I might even go to Chicago, I think, probably February, January next year. I'm going to make okay. it out there. So, how are you with the cold? Not bad. You know bad? You sure? Because it gets I really mean, cold. I live in the cold right now. But uh, this is no cold. No, no. I mean, I'm a, Are you up in the mountain? I'm in the mountain. Yeah. I mean, it's not 
negative 10 or nothing like okay. that. Yeah. I know Chicago gets cold, but yeah. I mean, I'm not going to live there. I don't mind going there with a beanie. Well, okay. With a beanie. Oh, okay. I mean... It gets yeah. cold, cold? Yeah, it gets cold, cold. Like that one, I think you might have to add another, like a whole coat, a whole other coat. Oh, really? Yeah, especially like, <laughs> no, you have to add, and you probably even have to put like thermos under, underneath. Yeah. It gets oh, freezing. It's, yes, it is. Freezing. Oh, yeah. All right, so next thing, if, um, if you can recommend or, no, not recommend, if you can give any young person advice, any 18-year-old, 19-year-old, young adult, mm-hmm. what advice would you give that young adult? It's okay to make a mistake. No. I think it's, it's okay to make a mistake, just learn from it. Um, don't beat yourself up on whatever mistake you made. It's ideal to minimize the mistake by learning from others, but if you do make a mistake, it's okay. It's part of life, you know? Don't mistake of like, oh, you shoot somebody or you went to rob. Yeah. That can carry longer, right? But if um, you were looking at buying, uh, you know, a property, and then it turns out not to be a good investment, it's okay. It's part of life. You grow and uh, yeah. you can recover for, from things like that. Yeah, that That's what sense. I always say. Uh, yeah. It's okay to make a mistake. Just learn from it. Yeah. That's a good one. Keeping yeah. it simple. Is there anything you want to add to this podcast? Anything you want to say? Any- I, I think now I can actually flip the table now because... Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> flip, the, flip the table. Let's yeah. hear it. So you now, um, you know, you've seen... Uh, I, I, I've always been fascinated by this. You know, you get a lot of people coming in and out of this gym, right? Mm-hmm. How do you make it? How do you do to remember people by their name from the moment they walk in, you scream their name. How do you do that? Um, all right, that's a great question. And a lot of people ask me that. I think you have to make the effort to care first. If you don't care, it's gonna be very hard to mm-hmm. remember the name. So you have to make the effort to care. And then when you care, you have to, you have to find something unique or something that's gonna make you remember them. Yep. So with me, mm-hmm. I try to give people nicknames because then I remember I remember them easier. Or something that's that's easy to say that that mm-hmm. that rhymes like yeah. Scotty too hottie, yeah. Southpaw Jack, yeah. like mm-hmm. something with that mm-hmm. with a mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a feel to it because yeah. it get, makes it easier. Yeah. Or something with what they wear or something. You gotta have something that's gonna rem- make you remember them. So that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. So first, care for. Th- Care enough to want to learn their name, and then second, find something unique about them that's gonna make you remember them specifically. Oh, that's good. And that's it. That's how I do it. Another one. So, have you ever got to a point where you look at the gym, it got you really close to the limit, and you were so ready to give up? All the time. And if so, when? Explain. Uh, all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> what um, happened? Uh, to be honest, I've, I've had that happen multiple times. And what I mean by quit, not necessarily quit, like, so I have a vision of what I want to do that's a lot bigger than just boxing. So it's bigger than just the gym and it's bigger than just mm-hmm. a boxing fight. 
if I was to tell you what I want to do, you probably think I'm doing drugs because no. I'm, I'm really crazy yeah. with boxing. Mm -hmm. So there's some days that I come in and then I get down or I, I, if they're not, if I'm not close enough or I feel like I'm not, a, I'm not at the, where I need to be, it makes me feel down. Or when people lose a fight, if I'm coaching mm -hmm. them and they lose, that puts me down. If someone's not approach, if, if, if someone is not reaching goals they need to reach, that puts me down. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that put me down. I'm just giving you examples of some. And when that happens, um, I go back to, I go back to uh, first, there's a couple things that could happen. The common one is if I'm overworking myself, these things tend to happen more because I need a break and I need to recover. And if that's not the case, I go back to my why, of why I'm not quitting, why I'm doing this, why I got into this in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And I gotta remind myself of that. You know what I'm saying? I got into this for a, a lot of reasons. I, I didn't, people think that I got into this because it was a good money or boxing. Boxing wasn't good money when I got into this. People mm -hmm. thought I was crazy for getting into boxing. I got into this because I want to change the sport as a whole. Mm -hmm. So I have to get back and set my my the why my why go back to my contract that I signed with myself. I'm doing this because of this, and then and then I talk myself out of it. So that helps. And then thinking about my family and my kids, and you know I don't want my kids to look at me and yeah. be like, oh he quit when it got hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to be honest, that feeling I get it a lot. Okay. It may not look like I get it a lot, but yeah. I get it a lot. Okay. We can close it with two. These are my last two questions. Okay. And they're pretty two. much the same, right? One, who do you consider your proudest fighter? And what, in your humbling opinion right now, what do you consider to be your proudest moment? Okay, by proudest, do you mean like, like I'm proud of or they're proud of being here? You are proud of the fighter because oh, where they tough. started, and where they are now, who do you see as this is my proudest fighter? That's very tough to pick one because I can give you like 10. Okay. No joke. Um, it's tough. Do you only want one? Yeah. Like who's like the okay, only one? Let's, let's, okay. let's, let's make it three because sometimes if you say one, you know, the other ones maybe, <laughs> you know, to be honest, they may feel like, oh, really? All this effort and work that I put here, you don't, you, you're not even proud yeah, of me, you know? It's going to be tough, but I'll, I'll give you one one just to, just because it's going to answer the second question. Okay. Because you said my most Your special proudest, moment, yeah. mm -hmm. most special moment, yeah. I'm going to match it up with that one. Okay. I would say my most that I'm the most proud of mm -hmm. and wow that I accomplished that we did it, it would probably be Amy's story. Mm. Because I don't know how familiar you are with Amy's story. Yeah. I'm gonna say this, she's gonna get mad that I'm saying this, but Amy, 32 starting boxing, she three years in at 35 years old, went to nationals with five fights. Mm -hmm. Five fights, listen to this. She had five fights going to nationals. And those that do not know what nationals is, nationals is where the best boxers in the country compete yeah. that are not professional. Yeah. So the best amateur boxers in the country go to nationals. When you're in the, in, in the elite level, which was when you're an adult, five fights is not a lot. Mm -hmm. Amy went in there with five fights competing with girls that were doing it since they were eight years old, nine years old. Girls that had 30, 40, 50, 100 fights. Yeah. 
that had all these, a lot more experience. Amy went there with five fights. And on top of that, Amy was just a girl that just came to work out. She was a hairstylist. <laughs> so she went from a hairstylist uh, for fun to competing. And then during that time, a lot of people don't know this, a lot of people were telling me, Jose's crazy. Why is he taking her there? Mm. Amy's going to get her ass kicked. She doesn't deserve to be there. She's not ready for that. I was getting all these comments. And guess who else was getting those comments? She was. And she didn't let nobody affect her. She just listened to me and mm -hmm. trusted me that I was right. Because yeah. what if I was crazy wrong and I was wrong and she went over there and got knocked out? Mm -hmm. She trusted me, believed in me and went over there and won it. And she fought the best, I mean, her first fight, she fought the number three seed girl. Her second fight, she fought the number one seed yeah. girl and went on, went on to semifinals and the finals and won it all with five fights. I think that was probably one of the most special moments to, to right now. And I have a couple other moments like that, but I think that's the most special one. That's and I think that's, that's probably, if I had to pick one, I would say Amy. And then she's got a big year ahead of her, Olympic qualifiers next year. Yeah. I just think it's huge for the age, the age she's at, where she was at in life, to accomplish that. I remember, um, I think it was probably like our first fight. Um, I'll come and say, Chim, I heard that you're going to knock that person out. You're going for the KO, right? Hmm? <laughs> that was the first fight. And then uh, when she finished that fight, uh, she won and she was coming and she saw me. She came and uh, we embraced each other. And like, you see, I almost heard her. I almost heard her on the second yeah. round because I kept telling her, like, <laughs> somebody told me that you're going for the knockout. <laughs> she was so happy. And to see where she is now, yeah, so you're, you're right. It's, um, it's mm. something that you can really uh, think back and you're like, yeah. That yeah, was a it was moment. real special. Yeah. And there's a few other ones like that, too. Um, I'm, uh, I don't want to... Yeah, you plenty. don't want to offend... I don't want them to offend. I don't want to feel like I'm not. But yeah. there's a lot. Like, Levi's story is oh, real yeah. special, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, where Grizzly's at right now is real special. Uh, the Ortegas, uh, Cookie, yeah. Ava. It's yeah. got an interesting story. Nice. Um, Alex, Diego, Antonio's got one of the ones, too. Yeah, Antonio's yeah. going there, too. Yeah, so it's a lot. Alex is like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of special ones. That's but good, yeah. That's good. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, great questions, by the way. Thank you, thank you, Anything thank you. else you want to add before we end this? No, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, having me. This was really insightful. Uh, I hope you learn a little bit about, about me. You learn a little bit more, a little yeah. bit more and, uh, about you. So it was a great moment. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for real for coming on ATM. Like oh, I said, sure. you are very, very special. I appreciate uh, that. I look forward to uh, going to dinner with you, hitting you 25 <laughs> times, 25 burpees, and getting a $1,000 withdrawal from this ATM. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no. But, I'll take it. Yeah. So this episode is usually aired every month. Monday. Is there any any way you start your Monday? Is there a ritual or anything you like to do on Mondays? Not really. No? I don't. Like, just wake up. Uh, if I have morning calls, then I have to be early and then just start working. If not, then, you know, I can squeeze in a workout here and there. Then yeah. I can just come in and do the quick workout. But, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so guys much. so much for listening. I'll see you guys next week. If you know someone that could probably gain something from this episode, uh, share it with them, like, subscribe, and we are out. Deuces. Boom! Boom.